Gather around, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Campfire Collective podcast. I am your host, David, and I'm here with your other host, Philip. And uh, we are missing Jenny today. She's on vacation in Mexico. I don't. Jenny is a traveling woman right now, and God bless her. She's got the right idea. I wish I could. I I want to be like Jenny right now. She's taking like so many vacations and and trips and everything, and I'm incredibly jealous. Yeah. I'm, I'm not so sure that she doesn't have the right idea, and we're the dumbasses for actually following through on the podcast this week. We should we should all we should take it all company, be in Mexico. We should have all taken a trip, company yeah. company trip to to Cancun. Oh, oh. I want to go when work you? in Cancun. I'll live there for like two years and be a bum. A beach bum. Ooh. Yeah, a Ooh. beach bum slash bartender in Cancun. Forget uh, everything else. The life. Anyway, Philip, how are you this week? Uh, I'm doing well. You know what? Okay, so I have my first, uh, I, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but I went and saw a comedian in concert tonight. And uh, yes, and I went and saw, his name's Cat Williams, in case you've heard and you listen to him and, and you like him or you don't or whatever. The point is, it was great. It was a wonderful concert, well worth the money. The thing was that it was offered through my work. And so I was able to get discounted tickets, not for like regular tickets, but for sweet tickets, my friend, sweet. sweet I do mean S U I T E, not like oh, 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 sweet ticket. Yes, honestly, that didn't register with me. I thought it was like some like weird promo. It's like you can get regular tickets or you can get sweet tickets. Yeah, no, 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 no. I had the tickets that when the ticket lady took our and we looked for our, uh, our seats, the woman was like, "Oh, I've never had oh tickets, David." And let me tell you, that was that was <laughs> that did something for me alone. I was like, "Oh, that's uh that's nice. That was nice to have that like, oh, oh, wait, you're in the sweet tickets. Yes, you're going to be over there." I was like, "Okay, thank you. I <laughs> Yes, I am in the sweet tickets, aren't I?" Um, but let me tell you, it was a wonderful experience. Great. Mm. 10 out of 10 would do it again. The only the only drawback, and I feel like it was just for this occasion, this time, I could be wrong. Again, first time ever been in, is that I don't know if if it's maybe just a mindset or a thought of people who live in this or who like are used to sweet tickets. But the suite next to us was uh, some bar, some company like that. And like, like the people there obviously probably got free tickets. They didn't pay for this experience. But they right. must have thought that there was like some sort of sound barrier or that they were in some sort of glass company because they were talking throughout the show. And not even to oh. where it was about the show. It was just talking just to talk to get to know each other. And it was the most annoying thing that would that eventually enough of them left. So thank God or else I was going to going to complain to the highest heavens to be like, look, the, the, the freaking show's going on. I, I, I actually I pay for these tickets. So I would like to listen to the a comedian, like not even music, like live music. It was it was a comedian. So like the words are even important and, and not that music, whatever the point being. Um, that was my only drawback, but that had nothing to do with the housing, to do with the seats, to do with the tickets, whatever. So 10 out of 10 recommend. I, I had a wonderful night. How about you, David? Uh, anything exciting happened this week? Uh, no, no, nothing, <laughs> nothing at all. Like a hint of a sore throat, believe it or not. David, this winter stop. has been ridiculous. Dude, you need to like just start drinking more and more orange juice, my guy. Like what the hell's I wrong drink, with you? I, I have my, my, my vitamin C. Yeah, get some I of that vitamin it, C, man. sleep more. I don't know what it is, man. Your, your, your immune system is, is just like retiring at an early age. I mean, my immune system, I think is actually okay because I'm, like recently, at least, like there was one or two times where I got sick, sick. But the recent, like most of the illnesses that I've had have been more mild. So I think my immune system's doing all right. It's just, I don't know. I, I, I'm just being exposed to too many viruses. Anyway, uh, let's move on to our uh, our fun little main topic. Yes. Well, we come back around to a would you episode where uh, we're going to be asking each other, uh, well, all kinds of would you style questions. And uh, Jenny is, of course, not with us, as you already know by this point. So for weeks, we've been trying to get him on and he's just been too busy. So, Yegor, you're finally with us. You're finally joining us for an episode. You're uh, you're, you're going to be our pseudo Jenny for the day. Well, big shoes to fill. I hope I can do it. I have absolute faith in you. Uh, you prepared some questions? 
Oh, I did. I might have gone a little bit even over the threshold that uh, might have been set out. So, well, then pick your favorites because right, because I'm we're gonna... we wanna <laughs> we wanna keep it short. Uh, well, welcome. Let's uh, get started. Phil, why don't you take us away? Let's. Uh, and Yegor, I will start off with a question to you. Uh, you are unaware of this, but uh, my mother, in fact, went to a garage sale and found a game that primarily goes right Just on this. Just be clear, Yegor, you were unaware of this, right? You were unaware that Phil's mother went let's, to a garage let's sale. Say, let's say that I was. Let's say that you were. And uh, and so anyways, uh, Bob purchased a game that revolves directly around this. So I have crafted one, and then, and then the other one is the game construction. Uh, a fun mini game for you and you, the listeners, is guess which one is which. Yegor, uh, would you rather have both your parents be famous porn stars or let each of your friends choose a tattoo to put anywhere on you? Uh, in this construction, am I allowed to tell my friends why I'm suddenly to why I'm suddenly allowing them to choose a tattoo? I, no, I dare say not. You only get the choice of one or the other. Well, well, well. I think I would. The name Popoff would be would mean something completely different moving forward. The Popoff <laughs> name, <laughs> <laughs> indeed. Well, I mean, it's already it's already a relatively common name, really. There's you know famous clowns, uh, a very famous clown with that name, actually. So maybe I'd just be another one. You know what? You know what? My gut reaction was to go with the tattoos. Uh, so I think I'll go for the tattoos. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. At uh, least it's your friends choosing. Exactly. Exactly. But I don't know if that's if that's better or worse, to be honest. <laughs> Not because yeah, I, because I have bad friends, but just, you know, uh, they might feel that uh, it's okay for them to get away with slightly more risque type of things. Mm, mm. All right, Jaeger, you have a question for me? My question for David? Okay, well, I know you're a Star Wars fan, so let me let me ask you this one. Mm. Would you rather sound like Jar Jar Binks for the rest of your oh. life or look oh. like Jar Jar Binks for the rest of your life? <laughs> Oh, that's so oh. good. Um, oh, wow. I think I would rather sound like him as as horrific as that is. I like to look like him would be like just I mean, so much worse. At least people who haven't seen Star Wars won't know that I sound like Jar Jar Binks. I don't know. I don't know. He, he's like plus man. You could be a professional basketball player or something. You know, hey, that is true. And he's got he's got the hops, too. Yeah. The the at least for either one of these prompts, David, is at least you know that you have a future in possible po- politics because Jar Jar Binks became a, oh, yeah. a senator by the end of that uh, by the end of his arc. That's the last we know is that he he was so qualified that public speaking wasn't hampered by Misa thinks uh, something else. So at least you have that I mean, ability. I mean, uh, he did also cause the downfall of the Republic, but uh, let's not go into that. Philip, finer points, my friend. Would you? There's kind of a theme so far today. Would you rather be a drone pilot responsible for the deaths of thousands, but never having to face the horrors you have bestowed upon your victims, or be a porn star known for doing the nastiest things? <sighs> and just to be clear, as a drone pilot, you would never have to. Like no one would ever have to know. I would probably do drone pilot you know, because here's here's the thing is. In order to become known for such nasty, dirty things, it's one thing if it was like, I'm the only person who knows that I didn't do these things. It's another to be the person who, uh, what example do do you want? It's whatever example you listening right now are thinking of that I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah, I, I like literally I get sick off of mustard. You think going a step further and, and when we start going into the to the to the to the to the bathroom stalls and we start talking about nasty stuff, you think I want to do that? No, that's that's a that's a bridge too far. That's the bridge over the over the Kauai, my friend. Like that is not a or to Tibet or whatever, whatever that famous movie is. That bridge is too is burned. No. So I, I would um at least I will live in anonymity and feel like my my cause of deaths will be for a greater good. Hopefully, knock on wood. You you hope. You hope. Yeah, you one would hope. David, David, mm-hmm. would you rather be a part of a historical film that wins Best Picture and will be remembered fondly in time, 
But you are a small character in the cast, the absolute last person to be invited to join the cast and crew for the Oscars. Or, or would you want to win Best Actor in what will go down as an all-time robbery and the biggest outlier of all time? I would I would definitely rather win Best Actor in a robbery. In a robbery. Yeah, definitely. I I would rather be uh god what's his paul mescal in after sun this past year winning and everyone going wait what i don't think that that's um, as far like it'd have to be like ben stiller in tropic thunder and for some reason that merited an oscar nomination everybody's like i don't even know why this is nominated but okay or maybe like robert downey jr in tropic thunder and then all of a sudden you win no no, no robert no, downey no, jr no. was nominated yeah, I will not stand for this slander. He was. Oh, nominated. that was right. He was nominated. I thought it was. It was I a, thought it was Jack Black. Like, oh, that's take, funny. Take away all the every all your um your biases and whatever. That was a brilliant performance. Oh, it's a great performance. I was just I was just saying that had he won, that would have been a, an interesting win. Like I don't know. I wonder how history would have fared on that one. Anyways, yeah. the point being, so you want the glory. You want the you want the Oscar. Yeah, I want for the gl- I want the I want the Oscar for myself. Like to be what to be the store clerk in in friggin' Parasite. Godfather Two. Yeah. Yeah. Like nah. I mean, it'd be cool. Don't get me wrong. Like I would love it, but I would rather win the Oscar, even if it's not deserved. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yegor, would you rather have dinner with Anya Taylor Joy, or spend a week on vacation with Keanu Reeves? Ooh. So I can I think I can speak for the audience here in in understanding why the first one is a viable option. But is Keanu Reeves like your man crush, Yegor? Is that like who like you like look up to or you think's really cool? I wouldn't call him my man crush, but I do think he is really cool. Yeah, he seems like you know a okay. very, very genuine, very nice person, uh, very very intelligent. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't mind spending you know a week on. Uh, so this is the, this is a true this is a true decision here is what I'm trying to get at. Yes. Well, I, I need I need to know. I need, uh, in the in the Anya Taylor Joy scenario, it, does it necessarily you know guaranteed end at dinner, or is it wherever the night may go afterwards as well? That's up to you, buddy. Okay. So if, if, Balls if in you your court, you got to play yeah. it right, I guess. So it it is not set and met. It's uh, Jaeger or whatever you can pull off is what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. No, then you know I, I think uh, you know I'll, I'll try to have some faith in my in myself, and I'll go for dinner with Anya Taylor Joy. Excellent choice, my there goodness. You, go. you know, you Keanu go. Reeves feels like a kind of guy that gets bothered a lot. I don't want to don't want to be adding to that too mm. much. He's a he's a he's earned his privacy. Well, actually, let me ask one more clarifying question: Do both of them want for this to happen? Sure. Okay, then yeah, still dinner dinner with Anya Taylor Joy. I mean, have you seen her? We have seen her, Yegor. <laughs> Once or twice. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes, please. So, Phil, would you say that you are would you say that you're a music fan? I, uh, yes, I would say so, yes. Okay. Now I'd like to ask you, would you rather live in a world where all songs that currently exist do still exist, but every single one is performed only by Pitbull? <laughs> or <laughs> In a world where <laughs> one Pitbull song exists, but it's performed as a cover by every single artist as their own interpretation. Wow. This is brilliant. <laughs> this is brilliant. So one more time, what's the second option? I, I very much understand the first one, but I need clarification on the second. So there is only one song that exists, one Pitbull song. Uh, you can choose which one. Okay, <laughs> but, but every single artist, you know, throughout history and every single artist of the future, they're they're going to make their own cover version of it as their right. own interpretation. Wow, that is very difficult. That, that is difficult. Um, but but what's funny is that this is not a what a, I'd imagine is a worldwide Nickelback crisis. I'm I do enjoy Mr. Worldwide. Uh, I don't know if I enjoy Mr. Worldwide to like. Eleanor Rigby, that would be an interesting uh, mashup of, of <laughs> musical tastes. Yeah, exactly. Or uh, like "Love of My Life" by Queen. I mean, I'm, there's so many songs that you can just say. I I am actually kind of curious how Mr. Worldwide would uh, would cover it. Uh, so I guess I think. I think variety is the spice of life. And as much as I enjoy the challenge of one single song, uh, which we will get to in, uh, in that slaps, 
I think in this case, I'm going to go with Mr. Worldwide's coverage of all the songs in the world. That that just is too good of a challenge to pass up. And I do think he has the producerial chops to do so. I will, I will go with option number one. But man, what a choice. What a choice. Yekor, let me hit you back with one here. Would you, for my last one here, would you rather go an entire year of only eating the same meal anytime you wanted to eat? So breakfast, lunch, dinner, only a snack, you know, whatever it is, at any point that you want sustenance, you can only eat what is what is from one meal, like a like a, a vegetable, like two sides, one meal, and what, however you want to format it. But it can only be one of those things that you choose at the beginning of a year. So an entire year of that. Or, or speaking of music, go eight months of only being able to listen to the same three songs of your choosing. Eight, eight months. It's very eight specific. Months. Eight months, yes. Uh, if I may ask, why did you decide to make it uh, eight months? Because I feel like without the uh, lowered timetable, if it were a year as well, it would be an easy pitch on the on the mu- on the uh, food mm-hmm. side. But I didn't want it to be too low to where it's like, well, of course. I mean, I only have to deal with six months, even seven months, still feels a little low. Eight months, that's a that's a far part into your year. You're going through some seasons. You're you're tasting all the seasons. It's like almost being pregnant for with with three songs. With yeah. <laughs> I think I'll go for the songs because uh, you, you, I mean, you got to have some food, you know, you got to sustain yourself in some way, but with music, I feel there's other media that I would be able to use to supplement the lack of variety uh, in the, in the musical genre. David, back to the subject of uh, intercourse and cinema. Let's combine the two. <laughs> Please. Let's connect Ooh. the two. Let's hear it. Yeah. Would you rather orgasm every time you hear the Wilhelm scream (laughs) (laughs) or Wilhelm scream every time you orgasm. (laughs) For those who are unaware, David, give us your best impression of what the Wilhelm scream is. It's like the the <laughs> that you'll hear anytime you listen to a movie, especially like yeah, a Star Wars film. Like a, yeah, like a Steven Spielberg, like Indiana Jones or Star Wars or yeah. it's a very common a common sa- sound effect whenever you're in a big battle scene or something or somebody's falling into ah Yes. So if I'm orgasming every time I hear the Wil- Wilhelm scream, is it like a full on messy classical male orgasm? Yes. Yeah. I still think I'm going to go with that because to to Wilhelm scream every time I orgasm is it's just going to be so awkward. It's going to cause too many questions. So I I, I have to go with the orgasm every time I hear the Wilhelm scream. Well, I keep hearing online that you know women want their men to be a little bit more expressive, a little bit more vocal. More vocal yeah. yeah, I don't know if they're after that though. I'm not sure that's <laughs> what they're looking for. And maybe at least if I if I'm going to a certain type of movie, I can like wear like something in my underwear i was gonna say imagine if you will play along while you listen along it's a dark and damp uh theater i don't know why it's damp but it's damp and all of a sudden and the star wars the the opening battle cry happens ah, and then all of a sudden you hear this oh <laughs> as, as a as a low echo and you look around and you see hoffman just there really enjoying <laughs> the, the, the fight choreography if you're go- <laughs> Uh, you're, I don't even know what I was gonna say now. <laughs> well, the thing I is, you're like you're you're not gonna see it coming if you're going to see a new movie. <laughs> it's just gonna happen. Although, if you do know where to find the the, or it could make masturbation a whole lot easier. There we go. There's positives and negatives. I mean, yeah, you could just have a recording on your phone, and you know, feeling a little down. <laughs> Just repeat it. Um, Philip, would you rather have secret superpowers or be completely irresistible to all women? That is a secret superpower. I was going to say that. that um, Well, the question is, what do I get to – do I get a chance to know what the secret superpowers are or is it like it could possibly be anything No, I mean, I'm just saying like you just can't tell anybody. Well, okay. So – but. 
But see, here, here's the thing is I know being irresistible to women, like I can think of the pros and the cons of that superpower. But I know all like, about being irresistible to women. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm well versed in that arena, my friend. But no, I'm saying if – but if the possibility of having secret superpowers is like my superpowers are being able to grow my fingernails at any length willingly, it's like, yeah, no, I guess no, I, no. I'm talking about like a superpower that's worthy of a movie. You know. Okay. So okay. So so something like an that actual is actual superpower. That's yeah. uh, growing your fingernails at will is not a superpower, my friend. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's fart knocker up there, just flying around on his own farts. Like I I, I wouldn't want that. I'd I'd much rather. No wonder I'm keeping it a secret. Um, but no, I think um I think I would dare I say uh become irresistible to women. Like that is um I'm already like a person who very much enjoys the company of women. I think uh, women are. Uh, I don't know. I just I enjoy uh, com- conversing with women. So to have them then be enamored with me would, uh, you know, this is a very interesting question <laughs> answer to like expand upon. <laughs> but I think I'm just gonna go with that. Yeah, I just like, I, how do I say this without sounding like a dirty dog? Yeah, yes, yes. I I think that the pros of that would be quite nice. Quite there we nice. go. Would quite, be quite nice. nice. Quite nice, dare I say. David, let's get to you on your embarrassing thing. Would you, and this is, think about this. I really want you to think about all the negatives and positives that come along with this, Mm. David. Mm. Would you only watch sporting events involving the Cleveland Browns or, or would you do ecstasy for all familial holiday gatherings? (laughs) Because for the people at home who don't know, you are an avid sports. We talk a lot about football yeah, on yeah. here, oh, but yeah. you, your 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 viewing pleasures of sports go beyond just football. There's also rugby. Um, yeah, I, I barely watch the golf from time to time unless they're playing like a a team that I support or enjoy watching. Or I'm basically I'm, I would never watch another Super Bowl, and I would never watch any rugby ever again. <laughs> so <laughs> it's true. But okay, now family gatherings, taking ecstasy every time I go to a family gathering sounds like a hoot. <laughs> of course, if I'm going to regular family gatherings, then I'm risking addiction. But here's here's the other thing. Remember, what is another f- familial uh, gathering but a funeral? Just saying. I mean, the funeral is going to be a hell of a lot less... <laughs> Boring and sad and miserable if I'm on ecstasy. He was a beautiful man. <laughs> Damn right he was. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think it's honestly easier than I was expecting when you when you prefaced this. But yeah, I think I would do ecstasy at all the all my family gatherings. I think that's just I would I would miss my sports too much. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Are you surprised? I'm, I am actually a little surprised, yes. Jaeger's not surprised. I'm not surprised. Yegor, would you go live in rural India for a year for double your current annual salary tax free? Is that it? That was that's it. That's it. (laughs) Would you do it? Uh, How rural are we talking here? Like I'm talking like your your what what first world amenities do I still have available to me? None, basically. You got no No. phone. You you got a hut in a in a hole in the ground. Yeah, you don't speak the language. I mean, they speak English there. 99% yeah. of them speak English, man. Yeah, but we're talking like really rural. They... No, they, dude. They, say what no, you want. they don't. Say what yeah. you want about the British might, Empire. They, might... they, they did some things right. <laughs> <laughs> some. Uh, we're going to brush past that one real quick. Um <laughs> No, uh, there are parts of rural India where their English is pretty bad. Well, maybe I could be an English teacher. Okay, you can do whatever you want over there, but you gotta stay, and you gotta live there. Only eat the whatever food that they eat there, and no, I think you know, you know, like uh, in some other cases of you know, well, I wouldn't necessarily call this isolation, but say isolation on a on a remote island, but say say I still have uh, access to the internet, I would do. But uh, complete removal and you know transplantation into a, something completely. I mean, there's there's people. Yeah, but okay. Do they have internet that I can borrow? No, no. <laughs> there's no. Is this is this the the crux of the question for you? Whether or not you, <laughs> yeah, you... I want to stay connected to the world, you know. <laughs> so no. Hey, you walking your cow? Do you got a modem? 
petition the local government to like purchase an Elon Musk Starlink thing. See, here, here's the real crux of this, of this would you though here, David, is that this isn't a question for you or me. This is a question for Yegor because even as we're sitting here, I'm coming from a closet. You're coming from your dad's office. Yegor is like in his own apartment with a flat screen in the back and everything. He's like – he makes money. So double his he annual has a, salary. He has a big boy job. Yeah, and yeah, I do you, not. Yeah, for you and me, it's like double. Okay, double two pennies. Yeah, I got two pennies. That <laughs> that we need more. Yeah. So double his actually makes it uh, makes it a, a debate. Yeah, us. and I did say tax free. You did so say tax free with like, Dutch taxes. That's that's almost like triple or quadruple. I I, okay, I, I need to explain to you how tax brackets <laughs> work, but uh, but never mind that. Uh, mm. Can I, do I have to do this right now, or can I delay this for when I am older and have a higher salary? No. No, no, we, you you can delay it up to two years. No, I would do it. He would do it for the adventure. I would. The internet it. will still be there, maybe when you pick get up, back. Hopefully. Pick up cricket while you're away. <laughs> uh, well, actually, let's stay on the subject of the internet. Phil, this one's for you, right? I yes. believe so. Yes, I believe so. So, would you rather? Always get stuck at red lights in traffic every time you drive anywhere, anytime wow. you approach any red light, or have extremely slow internet from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Oh, which, wow. which is Philip's awake time. Yeah, that's <laughs> wow. Well, no, it, can be six, it can be 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., you know, American time as well. No, no, yeah, no. That's that. That is my. I'm. I, I run late. Yeah, um, no. That's that is Phillips awake time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't care what time zone you go. Time zone <laughs> anywhere. It's that my 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 uh my. I'm a nocturnal animal. Wow, both are horrend- are horrendous options because one, I'm actually giving up time and red lights. I'm giving up time of my life that I will never get back. But I guess I mean, if I went on the highways more. Like ex- almost exclusively, I could sometimes surpa- override that. God, so this is really bad. What you're saying is you really want the U.S. to build more highways, absolutely everywhere through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is that? What is that thing in in uh, Germany? Just the the long, what uh, the long highway where everybody goes like eighty kilometers per hour. Autobahn. Uh, you're Autobahn. thinking of the Autobahn. Yeah, the Autobahn. 80 kilometers per hour is not very fast. <laughs> Every single go, one of them. They can go as fast as they want. There is no speed limit. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, but. Yeah, tough one, isn't it? I mean, either way, you're wasting time since uh, with the internet, you're going to just be waiting for buffering the whole time. I guess since I can at least. At at some point, I would know what the time is from where I need to go to important places to other important places. Like from my house to work, I would know how much that time is because no matter what, the time would always change unless there's like heavier traffic. Good God. So I guess I would go red lights. But man, that is a tortured existence. I, I, I disagree completely. I, I, I think I think uh, if anything, you're going to be encouraging yourself to spend less time on 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 devices. If you have slow internet. Yeah, well, for some of us, we're fine with our addictions, David. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So, David, you normally complain whenever I say we have a new mini segment this week. But I I mean it in both my vernacular and your vernacular when there is indeed. It's not vernacular. It's literally the definition of the word. You dumbass. It is a new mini segment brought to this you. This is a new one. Yes, this is a genuinely new one. Uh, I, have, I don't think we determined on this, but I guess I'll, I'll, I'll play an audible here. It's called "Hear Me Out." Uh, it's not going to be yes. on the rotation. Normally, you can expect every, once every every four weeks to hear a favorite mini segment of yours come back. It'll be here. This one it will only be called for by one of the hosts. It's not going to be on the rotation because I want it to be organic. But it's going to be called Hear Me Out. And what it's going to be is we're going to be bringing forth something that we want the group to discuss or we need advice for on something that, that just needs a, a second of explanation or, or maybe the answer is obvious, but we still want to make sure that we're on the right path and maybe that there's not a way that we can get what we want, whatever. Okay, so hear me out, David. So upcoming, I have a friend's birthday party, and this friend wants to go to an escape room. I'm game. I'm all for it. I've never done Love one. Love an escape room. Yeah. 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 I've never done one. But the, the catch here is, and which makes sense, is that each person has to pay for their own ticket to get into the escape room. Escape room tickets are 30 bucks, which is, for yeah. me, in my price range, enough to merit an expense 
but you know, still cheap enough to where if I have to, and and this is coming up here, if I have to work, I would I need to work as opposed to uh, go. It's not like hundred dollars worth of tickets where it's like okay i guess i will take the hit at work and not show up whatever whatever so i'm having trouble finding somebody to cover my shift uh, at work for the time of this event however we're also coinciding with the fact that my friend needs to rsvp for these tickets and needs to pay it so i said hey listen i'll pay for my tickets up front and if worse came worse comes to worst uh, I just won't be able to go because of work, but I'll show up when I can. Obviously, it'll probably be afterwards, but it'll be for the, the, the chat, the dinner, whatever it is afterwards. Here's my question. Here's where this all leads to with all that context, David. If I don't make it, if I am know in advance the day of, by the time it gets around, they're like, hey, I'm not going to make it. Am I obligated to give the ticket that I purchased, my $30 ticket, Am I obligated to give that to my friend or or can I give it to somebody that I want? Keep in mind that the somebody I want would be somebody that my friend also knows and enjoys, but perhaps would not be their first first invite because it might be like their friend or their family or something that I right. wouldn't I, that I wouldn't want to. Am, is there any way that I is it all right if I give it to somebody that I want? I don't think so. I, I, I look. I think that it's uh, if you're you've bought the ticket for this event to go to this party, you're kind of agreeing to the terms of the the party as set by your friend, the host. Um, I it, it is their birthday. I I, I wouldn't. Uh, I I don't think it's fair for you to send someone who they haven't necessarily explicitly invited. So I I would say that it first falls on your friend to hopefully try and find someone to buy it off of you buy the ticket um if possible and if not it's i mean it it doesn't affect you who you give the ticket to it would be it's it's more up to them i think because it is their birthday party that's my opinion i i would agree I mean, I I've, I figured as much when I even asking the question. I mean, I, I'm not completely aloof, but uh, I figured as much. So uh, to answer where this goes, the 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 how does it finish? Uh, I did manage to get the day off, but I was wondering that as I was going through, I was like, "Hey, my sister would love to go to an escape room. If I can't make it, I should give it to my sister, who my who my friend does know and does you know right. like well enough. But my sister would probably not be the number one person off the list that that they would be like, oh, you know, if they can't make it here, enjoy this ticket, be blessed. Would you, would your sister not also feel a little bit um, right? I haven't yeah, I have not discussed awkward. it with her at, in in any way. Yeah, all of a sudden at a party with at an escape room with people, but she may not know everybody, you know, and perhaps, perhaps. Yeah. So there, there were other alternate, alternate things, but I thought it was worth uh, the question. So thank you, sir. I appreciate it. And um, I think we're going to have, have fun at the escape room. We'll do you get out. <laughs> the game section is brought to you today by Sassy Mama's Sales. Want to get a blast from the past with a fine vintage item, or maybe need a new blender and other household items? Go to eBay and search Sassy Mama's Sales, located within the eBay stores page, for all the greatest finds you'll want for every occasion. Sassy Mama's Sales, all one word, all your shopping in one stop. All right, we are back again with Yegor for the game. But before we play our game that Philip has prepared for us, we have a few questions for you. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, Yegor, what was the worst hangover you ever had, and how did it happen? Yeah, I've been thinking, been, been thinking about this one for a little bit, and uh, I'm still struggling to come up with one. But the one, the the, the one that pops to the one that first pops to mind is back in high school. I believe it was senior year. Uh, we went out partying. Um, yeah, so yeah, some people you would know, Phil, you wouldn't know. But we went out partying in The Hague, and it was the first time that I uh, smoked weed. But uh, having been very unfamiliar with the effects of, uh, you know, marijuana on uh, on myself, I didn't really, you know, stop and see how I was feeling at any given point. I just kept going and going and going and drinking in parallel as well, just more and more and more. 
Ooh, crossfaded. Uh, exactly, crossfaded. That's a term I learned on that night. <laughs> <laughs> and throughout the night, I was feeling all right. You know, you're, you, you're usually a little bit more drinking, a little bit more partying up in the club, uh, all of that. Then on the way back, we were picked up by uh, the chauffeur of the ambassador to of Kazakhstan to the Netherlands, uh, because her her daughter went to went to school with David and I. And on the way home, uh, you know, it was a it was a pretty big car. It was a it was a van, so it was rocking around quite a bit. And I ended up vomiting all over the <laughs> the oh. back of the personal car of the ambassador of Kazakhstan uh, to the Netherlands, uh, which was, uh, you know, pretty, pretty embarrassing moment, pretty low point in my, uh, let's say, uh, partying career. Uh, and the hangover I had the morning after was just an absolute killer. I think I vomited once or twice more. Uh, stayed in bed after waking up, you know, just panting, trying to catch my breath, uh, getting some water. Yeah. It was just this seems like a, this seems like a winner of a story. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I it worries me that you that you uh, that you were like, well, maybe this night. <laughs> you had so many others that were. The thing, the thing is, I'd say it was definitely you know my low point in terms of hangovers and uh, and going out and you know post post party embarrassment. I'm not sure whether it was the worst I have ever felt in terms of a hangover, but mm. it's def- it's definitely up there. And you know, I think the. The contributing factors definitely make it, you know, as a emotional and physical experience, definitely the worst I've ever had. Yegor, we discussed your question, uh, one of your questions, excuse me, uh, for last week's review of Everything Everywhere All at Once. As we know, you are something of a cinephile as well, uh, along with us. So uh, my question for you is, what is your favorite film that has won an Oscar for the best picture of the year? Well, as a true cinephile... Yeah, uh, true, true in quotation marks, of course. I did what any true cinephile would do and went straight onto my letterboxed page and simply filtered for best picture winners to see which one I have rated the highest. And it was, can you guess what it was? Uh, the original King Kong. Did that win best picture? <laughs> I actually don't know. It I might have probably. done, actually. Yeah. I, I think it did. I think it did. Yeah, but. Might have. No, the the movie, the picture, the film that popped up as number one on the list is the original Godfather. No, all time performance from uh, from Al Pacino, uh, probably the most famous performance from uh, uh, Marlon Brando. No, indeed, Marlon Brando, and the the man who played uh, the consigliere. I the name escapes me at the moment, but uh, Robert Duvall. Probably Duvall, yeah. Well, you know, just a great story of uh, crime, you know, crime history in America, the corruption that, uh, you know, criminality and power brings to people. Just, you know, all-time classic, probably the greatest uh, movie of all time, according to many people out there. So that's it. Yourself included. So uh, speaking of excellent performances, guys, I have a bit of a confession to make. Uh, two weeks ago, or maybe it was even a week ago. No, it was two weeks ago, two episodes ago even. Uh, me and Jenny uh, hosted an episode concerning Las Vegas and her trip there. And I made a game uh, which involved having David come on, but alas, couldn't make it due to technical difficulties. So why waste a good game? Guys, I brought forth to you a game concerning not just Vegas, but more importantly, what most people incorporate with Vegas the one, the only Elvis. Now, oh, uh, in order to, an- to answer this question, uh, you must call out your name by using the Elvis-inspired catchphrase uh, I give you at the beginning of each question in an impersonation attempt. If you say the incorrect phase phrase, excuse me, you won't be eligible to answer until the correct phrase is said. All right, so I will give you a uh, uh, a phrase that you need to answer in your best Elvis impersonation voice. Do you guys understand that? Is there and coupled with a question? Yes. Now I will give you a fact that will either be attributed to Elvis or Austin Butler or both, and you must mm-hmm. tell me who is the correct owner of said fact. Are you both ready? Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. So you're going to tell us? We have to guess who is the owner of the fact. Yes. We have who to... owns the fact? The following fact that I will be giving. Right. And do we have? And then, to in order answer... to answer, we have to do quote whatever quote. Philip gives us in our best Elvis impersonation. Correct. Correct. 
Okay, so you're okay. <clears throat> so just some fully here. You're going to say a quote. We let's say to- the quote is "Viva Las Vegas." Now, David, give me give us your best "Viva Las Vegas" Elvis impersonation. <sighs> Viva Las Vegas. And so that would be. I would say David. Yes. Which uh, do you believe it's Elvis, Austin Butler, or both? Both. And you are incorrect. Now, Yegor, you would say, in order to answer, you would say? I would say I'm at a, at a very big disadvantage because uh, <laughs> I'm not a trained actor. It doesn't matter. You just you just got to do your best. Oh, just do your best Elvis impersonation, okay? Uh, viva, viva Las Vegas. I love it. I love it. There nice. we go. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> the phrase needed for this answer is, hey, little mama. All right, this person had a twin. Hey, little mama. There we go. Yegor. Austin Butler. Because I remember watching the Elvis movie, and I don't remember there being an Elvis twin present. Uh, And Yegor, you are incorrect. David, would you like to take it? Hey, little mama. David. I'm going to say Elvis then, because I find it highly unlikely that it was both. You are indeed correct. Guys, born in East Tupelo, Mississippi, Elvis was the first of a set of twins when after about 35... Uh, minutes, his identical twin brother, Jesse Guerin, was stillborn. The next day, Jesse was buried in an unmarked grave in nearby Priceville Cemetery. So the answer of that one would be Elvis. All right, the phrase needed... That's why it wasn't in the movie. (laughs) That would be why, yes. It would be a bit of a downer for Baz Luhrmann. Uh, The phrase needed for this upcoming answer is Viva Las Vegas. Who knew? Uh, This person taught himself how to play the guitar at 13 and even the piano at age 16. Viva Las Vegas. David. I'm going to say it was Elvis. Seems like the obvious but perhaps true answer. And both doesn't seem likely since there was very specific ages. Uh, David would be incorrect. Ah. Well then, uh, viva, Viva Las Vegas. Yes, Yegor. <laughs> I guess I got to go for the Austin Butler because indeed the ages seem too specific to be both of them. Yegor, you have tied this puppy a piece. It is indeed one to one. Austin Butler uh, did indeed learn at these ages. Elvis supposedly learned how to play the guitar at age 11. I don't <sighs> know how, but there <sighs> we go. <laughs> the what phrase about- needed for. Oh, yes. What about the piano? Because he did play piano as well. I, I didn't look up the piano. That, that is remains a mystery. Feel free to go look. Uh, the phrase needed for this upcoming answer is, you ain't nothing but a hound dog. This person has slash had a sister named for whom he was the man of honor. This person has slash had a sister named for whom he you was the man You ain't nothing but a hound dog. David. I'm going to say Austin Butler. And you would be correct. That is indeed Austin Butler. He was her the man of the question of was, was, was A bit weird. Confusing, I don't yes. think I understood exactly what I was answering. But Austin Butler. But, but you have the point, and that is what counts. You lead Yegor two to one. Here we go. The phrase needed for this answer is, love me tender. This person's mother died when he was 23. Oh, love me tender. tender. <laughs> you know you what's see? funny is is David finished it first, but I believe Yegor started first. So I will go with Yegor. Ah. Go ahead, Yegor. Oh man, I'm just trying to remember. I'm just trying to remember the movie and because uh, I'm gonna have to time you out here. I will go for Elvis Presley. He went for Elvis, and he is incorrect. Now, David, you wanted me to love you tender, but do you have the answer? Love me tender. Uh, I'm going to say it would, again, be a a frightening coincidence if it was both. I'm going to say Austin Butler. And you both are incorrect because it is indeed both of them. Butler's mother died from cancer, while Elvis's mother died from a heart attack at the age of 46. So there we go. She was aged 46, just so you know. Um, The phrase needed for this answer is thank you, thank you very much. And remember, Yegor, this is our last question, so you need this in order to tie and take into a tiebreaker as you are one point behind David. 
This person's favorite sandwich consists of toasted bread, peanut butter, sliced or mashed banana, and bacon. Well, thank you very much. De- uh, sorry, excuse me, Yegor. I just went for it because, like you say, I need it. I feel like... Now, you know what? I know Elvis liked the sandwiches. I'm still going to go for Elvis, the king. The king has blessed you on this day, Yegor. You are completely true uh, to the point. It is called the Elvis, and it is absolutely disgusting, and it is caloric in nature. It is just completely toasted, and it looks delicious, but it disgusts me that it looks delicious. Again, one more time. It's toasted bread. You put it in the oven. Peanut butter, sliced or mashed banana, and bacon. Guys, that is, it's unbelievable. That actually sounds really good. I know. I'm telling you. you no, I'm saying like, it sounds sounds like it would be delicious. Yeah. Yeah. And you uh, from you get like an entire loaf of French bread and that's what you toast. It's it's very I – mean, it's, it's a lot. You, stop trying to sell it. You've sold it. It sounds really good. Why, why do you hate the idea so much? Because you know how many calories have to be in this. Like, and he ate like three a day is, is the thing. Like this okay. led to – this led to all of it. Well, all right, guys. I mean that – yes. It okay. sounds like one of the one of the pancakes you used to serve, David, at the at the place you worked. Yeah, at. exactly. Absolutely, guys. Let's go to the tiebreaker, and we will have to go to Yegor first since he forced the tie. How many Grammys did Elvis win in his lifetime? In his lifetime, and we will go to you, Yegor. Jesus, can I get a can I get a leeway at least? It is below no, closest the, closest wins. Yeah, closest wins. I'm going to go – because I feel like they had fewer Grammys back in the day than they uh, than they do nowadays. Like fewer categories of awards uh, at the time when Elvis was around. I will go with um, – let's say seven. Seven. David, higher or lower is what it comes down to. See, I know nothing about the Grammys. If, so, if you're like, oh, how many Oscars did whatever have? I'm like, I, you know, I have a re- – a frame of reference like i i can like i know how how many oscars it's normal for a, an actor to 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 have if they have any you know like it's normally like one or two an actor a director maybe like, like yeah, yeah well, i mean yeah and if it's like someone like john williams for score then i know it's going to be more but grammys I, i've got no idea like i don't i have no interest whatsoever in following music awards uh i'm just i'm going to go 8 I think I'll take the over, basically. Yegor took seven. David took eight. And Elvis took home three Grammy Awards during ah. his lifetime. All Do better, Elvis. <laughs> yeah, better luck next time. All of those Grammys were for gospel music, of all things. Wow. Only three. Only three. That's interesting. Yeah. So, uh, Yegor, you come on. You are victorious. Congratulations, my friend. Thank you so much for joining us today. <laughs> we're in his, uh, we're just, in his Buffalo Bills pose. jersey. Ah, yes, indeed. Freshly World's minted. biggest Buffalo Bills fan. Indeed. <laughs> Call me fat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thank you, Yegor, for joining us. And uh, we'll have you, Yegor. happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Hope to hope to come back again someday. And with that loss, me and David have a perfect tie at one win and two losses. Jenny, get on the board, damn it. <laughs> That slaps. God, I love it. Every each and every week we come with you. We come with you. <laughs> each and every week. Each and every week we come to you, the listener, and we bring to you what is popping, what is grooving, what is shaking in our week that we have discovered or heard of this week. Uh David, I shall start this week. And I dare say that you are going to enjoy this one. So it's a song that we've all known. It's called Don't Stop Believing." Uh, of oh. course. Yes, I know. But here's the catch. And I love this. T-Pain. Yes, that T-Pain has just recently released a an album called On Top of the Covers. And you guessed it. It's T-Pain covering a list of songs that have are famous that he's done. 
And when I tell you that this is actually a, 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 a wonderful twist on Don't Stop Believing, it, it has what you want if you're looking for Don't Stop Believing, but it's got that that bartender edge. It's got that just that next level, which I'm a, a big fan of uh, T-Pain, so I am quite uh, quite enjoying of this entire album. But for our he, he purposes, he can really sing, right? He really can. If you ever want to surprise the hell out of yourself and you are not aware of this, because yeah, he's best known for like auto-tuning the sh- out of his voice. Yes, but and if you yet, ever want, if you want to go enjoy and have a good like ten minutes, go listen to his tiny desk performance presented by like NPR, and he does like a like a, a version of bartender, and it's live, it's acoustic, and it's legitimately good. It, it's he sounds terrific. You would never know. I think he was also on the Masked Singer, and he won like season one. I want to say so. T Pain, don't stop believing. That's loud. All right, I'm bringing to you a song. It's a song I discovered recently, and it's kind of got that. It's it's an indie indie alternative modern rocky not really rocky, but it's just got a groove to it. It's got rocky a, uh, like Eye of the Tiger. No, uh, <laughs> it's got a groove to it. It's it's almost a little sexy, and I absolutely love it. It's called Barcelona Boots. And it's by Arlie. A-R-L-I-E. Arlie. Barcelona Boots. That slaps. Well, we come to uh, the end of our episode here. Before we go, we have a few thank yous to dish out. First of all, to Cass and Crossland and to Jay Corlang for the music on the show. We love you guys. Thanks to Ryan Ardell and thanks to Josh Hans for a lot of the audio bits you hear throughout the entirety of the show. Thank you, guys. And hopefully we get Jenny back soon. But uh, in the meantime, thank you to you, the listener, for tuning in. Uh, We appreciate you, your loyalty and your listenership. And check out all the episodes that we have in our backlog. We've got tons of stuff, uh, tons of content, hundreds of episodes. Well, 100-ish episodes to check out. And most of it is timeless. So check it out. Spread the word. We are on Instagram at the three tenths and on other socials. And, uh, yeah, you can check us out on, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just not Pandora, because screw you, Pandora. Mary Jane, I have a secret superpower that I haven't told anybody about, and I need you to keep it a secret, just between you and me, okay? Okay, Peter, what is it? When there's a full moon out, I turn into a bear. Bear.